Hello, Steve. Hello, Jill. It's time to game classy. There was a meme not too long ago. It was, how do you spell the opening to the Lion King? <laughs> I thought that was fun. That's great. That I was a harmless it. meme. And they don't they don't make harmless memes anymore. All no. memes are cruel, cruel yeah, no, and unusual. They've they've all got some sort of uh, dark agenda now. Yes. Oh, and even not necessarily agenda. It's always just like, ha ha! Oh, that meme's so funny. Yeah. Well, this picture was taken right before this person died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that that's sad. My my ha my ha ha's are gone now. Uh. Hey everybody, welcome to Game Classy. I'm Joe, and with me is always my co-host, Steve. Hello, yes, welcome to Game Classy, one of the family of Planet Arbitrary podcasts. But did I say Planet Arbitrary? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I told I told Pat that uh, I was going to start referring, Pat, Pat told me uh, I need to start, I alright, there's some behind the scenes stuff, but the long and short is uh, Pat suggested something to me and i thought that was really funny so i'm going to use it on game classy i said if i remembered which was uh the idea was game classy part of the planet arbitrary family of podcasts <laughs> that tag that tagline was the gag we used to have quite a few podcasts we and did. uh we did you know over time people grow they change not us though baby not us with no change here that's right you're static I I just found like a weird old video game for Pat and he was super excited about it. If you think there's going to be character progression, just we wait. We will re we will revert all the decisions in the next movie. No, we are a no, we're nine. We're a 1960s cowboy TV show. We are Ooh. the same week to week for 30 years. Put him up, partner. Is it didn't Gunsmoke run for like 25 years? I don't know. Gun, gu, gu, those old shows all have like insane shelf lives, like uh, Gunsmoke yeah. and um. And there's Columbo. no reruns. Like they're never rerun of them. Yeah. Ah oh, man, Columbo. I want to watch some Columbo. Oh, Columbo, you could watch, but yeah, Columbo didn't last as long as Gunsmoke. I think Gunsmoke Col literally ran for 25 years. I think Columbo ran for like 22 years. So, no, yeah. it did. Yeah, Columbo's like Columbo. Columbo's like infinite, bro. Columbo is infinite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got one uh, more question for you, ma'am. Let's see. So, 1971, 10 seasons. Uh, let's see. Here we go. The air uh, running time. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here. So here's a weird. Here's a weird thing. So how, how do we count this? This is. Yeah. Clubbo ran from 1971 and 1977 and then had two seasons in 89 and, and then one in 1990. And a, so yeah, like, a bunch are, of specials in 1990. What, what does that count as? <laughs> it, it didn't run for that. You're many not saying years. it correct, Steve. You have to go. I mean, what did it what did it run as? I, mean, I just got one more question. How would you count? All the Columbo yeah, weapons. My 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 wife, you see, she's got an interesting uh, thing when it comes to TV shows. Do you count my the wife? She likes watching Gunsmoke. <laughs> Do you count the seasons total? If it, if a show ran one episode in 1970 and then one episode in 1990, is that a 20 year? Does that show run for 20 years? 
Oh god, then you'd have something like X Files, which <laughs> when they had that crazy reboot. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Gunsmoke ran from 1955 to 1975. Welcome to TV cast. Well, I mean, that was that was that was that that. The Western boom, though, that like that that time frame, like oh. everything was a fucking Western. Yeah, exactly. It's like how everything's a superhero movie now. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was. I think I think the Western was even more prevalent. But yeah, you're that. That's actually a really good uh, comparison. Yeah, exactly. Hang on a second. I'm gonna grab my cup of coffee here. Well. Trust me, I'm I'm drinking my coffee right now. I literally just rolled out of bed, and that's I saw your your text at like, and I was like, oh fuck, I never sleep this late anymore. This is amazing. So, cheers to me. Uh, my problem is is that uh, once again, my my blood pressure medication makes me wake up at two a.m. all the time and pee. Wonderful. Yes, I did not last night, and so it was like a gift from the gods. <laughs> Speaking of the gods, your, your Sisyphean task, my Sisyphean of task. every every morning at two. That's, in the a, morning. that's a punishment. That's not necessarily a gift. That's um, true. In order to understand, one must accept that Sisyphus is happy. Um, we're let's talk about Warhammer: The Old World. Uh, we finally got some like real news from that, like big news, really big news, really big news. Oh, let's not do that. That's that's weird. No, that's weird talk show stuff. Is not it? weird. To, uh, weird uh, radio show stuff. <laughs> like we're Opie and Anthony all of a sudden. I thought it was. Uh, wasn't it? Uh, I thought that was what's his face? Fucking Johnny Carson. Really well, no, it, it's it's Ed, um, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Yes, but that's like doing what we just did. There is is something that they would do on a on a radio like morning show. Ah, I see. I see. I see. No, we have uh the the old world. They they've released the the faction list. Yeah, and there's nine factions that they're releasing. Yeah, it was uh. I, hang on, Some... I don't want to. I don't want to look. I'm just gonna try and remember off the top of my head. It was uh dwarves. See high high elves. Yes. Wood elves. Yes. Bretonians. Yes. And the empire. That is correct for the for the the good side. Yes, but it's called the it's 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 called something. It's not it's called the Empire of Mankind or something because it's not the Empire, Empire of Man. Empire of Man, yes, because the Empire does not exist yet. And yes. then for then for evil side, you got the Warriors of Chaos. Yes. The Beasts of Chaos. Yes. Uh, the Tomb Kings. Yes. The Orcs and the Goblins. Yes. You've got you've got them all. You're, They're all you're, here. You're, you're like Chewy. a Pokemon master. You you you've caught them all. No, and the empire does exist. It's just fractured at the point of the old world where there's three. It's the time of three emperors. Mm, right, right, right. Yes. So there'll be lots of fun sub factions for you to build. Yes, and then of course you know the Bretonians. I'm gonna build mine of Guggenheim slapdick. That's Guggenheim. who I'm gonna build my empire force around. Nice Guggenheim slapdick. I like it. He's 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 going to ride his his horse into battle. No, he's gonna ride a Pegasus isn't, into battle. Is the Guggenheim a musical theater? <laughs> No, Guggenheim is a mu- is a museum. A museum. Ah, okay. An art museum. <laughs> sorry. Right on. <laughs> yes, in 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 New York, I think it's the it's a it's a museum of modern art. I'm not hey, modern we're art. in New York looking at modern art. Hey, well, what's up with this chick? Why is one eye up, one eye down? I don't hey. know. I dated a girl like that back in twelfth grade. How come this statue's got huge huge knockers? She look at a wreck. It's gigantic, but she got no arms. She got no arms. <laughs> Hey, yo, whoa, whoa, hey, yo, whoa, 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 slow it down there, champ. Yeah, 
I, and I, this is a this is crazy news to me because I, I I'm very shocked at the armies that aren't included. For example, um, Skaven not being included is a big deal to me. Well, um, I think if, but my big thing is when I read it, it definitely seemed like they're planning to do like a story thing because the way it read, they were like in this, like. I don't know, almost like this chapter, these are the only, these are the primary factions because everyone's going to get rules. They did say that as well. Yeah. Yeah. They said everybody's getting rules. They said for this one, that these are the only armies that are getting released, which is, but I still think that's interesting because well, I, I agree. Let's, well, the one thing I said is, is that I find that the stretch in, to include Tomb Kings in this, but disclude, you know, but not include Skaven or Vampire Counts is very specious at best. Like that argument does not fly for me. <laughs> well, my, my big thing was, I, I think it's going to be, it's the timeline. Plus if they're highlighting Bretonians at this time frame, the Bretonians and the tomb Kings were fighting. So yes. like, it makes, it makes sense for that to be a, uh, yeah, it, it just, it's, it's, it, it doesn't make that much sense. And if you know the old world and like what was actually going on at that time, like if you yeah, want to no, focus there was, on the battle versus chaos, that they were not fighting tomb kings at the time. The, the, like the Bretonians were it was happening off in the corner. The, there was it was it was both both things were happening simultaneously. That's why that's why Bretonian Bretonia couldn't bring its full might to help the empire because yeah. it, had, it had to split its forces to to fight Cetra. Yeah, which but still it's that's, uh, that's I, a, a very very uh, I think. It's. I think they have a perfect setup because when they when they do, I don't know. I hate to use the term season, but when they do season two, it's going to be Skaven Lizardmen. They're they're going to be the primary good evil faction. I you know I I don't know. It's I. So the reason why I find it weird is because what are the the biggest Warhammer video games that have been released? Aside, you have Total War, which has everything. Vermintide. And Vermintide, which has which is very Skaven heavy, and not including the Skaven, I think is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's Skaven; they do uh, they they're all over the place. They, yeah, they the Ratmen, the Ratmen don't exist. That's just a, that's just a farce. I was I, uh, that lore is is that 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 one piece of lore is something that I've never really uh, never really gotten to be honest with you. What that Skaven don't exist? Yeah, that's a, such an odd. Like it's the Warhammer world. It's like you live in a fucking world where there's dudes with like goat heads like running around at any time, and like people could just spontaneously mutate into horrible monsters, but a rat person can't be real. What? <laughs> well, it's the same thing as if I told you the French don't exist, Steve. Like if I said, Steve, the French don't exist, and you say, Yes, they do, and I'll say, I've never met one. I've never seen one. I see. I've never, I've never heard, I've never been in this mysterious France that you keep talking about. <laughs> I guess, I guess in that, I guess in that regard, it doesn't make sense. It, like in like the, like, like our world is, our world is uh 10 out of 10 incredulous. Um, That would require a world that's 11 out of 10 incredulous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's basically what it comes down to is the, the, the French don't technically exist. <laughs> so of course the Spain, the, they could believe that the uh, Skaven do not exist. <laughs> uh that's funny yeah no i i i i i re, I, I, re, uh, I recant i recant yeah and then the 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 thing that i thought was gonna happen for real is that they were gonna include kislev um ogres and nippon yeah that's that's or the thing they not Nippon, thing. sorry yes uh that, that's that's the thing that is kind of crazy because like we know for like we know for a fact there's a shit ton of Kislev models being made. 
Yeah. Like we know for a fact, they've shown them. Like they're like, here's the, they're like, this is the, you know, this is the preview stuff. This is like, we know Kislev is a faction that's coming. And we also know Cathay is a faction that's coming. They're both confirmed. Yeah. Well, so, with, Ki- with Kislev, well, they could be like a sub faction under Empire. That's, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. I think like Bretonians are going to be the only separate human faction. I think all the other factions are going to be rolled into Empire of Man. I, I really don't think Cathay will be. I think Cathay is going to be a bigger Cathay. thing. Yeah, Cathay will probably be a huge release because they're probably going to do everything. They're going to do like the, the big clay statues and stuff. They're a fun faction to play in uh, Total War. You know what? I just don't like us kowtowing to China. That's all I've been saying, Steve. <laughs> hey, those miniatures are produced in the UK. <laughs> um, And I did find it funny when they were talking about, what about the other factions? They they list the other factions, but you know what faction they included in that? Mm. Cast Wars. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Big hat cast wars coming back. They're coming back. Their They're hats back, are going to be huge. <laughs> Unfortunately, they they didn't mention. Um... Well, in many ways, sir, the cast dwarves never oh, left. They've shit. always offered the same quality meals. At... What? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I, oh. I, I thought I forgot something. <laughs> OK, they've offered the same quality meals at competitive prices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Cast dwarves. Um, but yeah, so that's that's like the big the big news. And I've actually talked to people. um multiple times about like oh man i can't wait to start my old world i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna go back and fix up my 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 orcs right Mm -hmm. i just i gotta i want i gotta rebase my orcs i'm like don't do anything we don't know what the bases look like we don't know what's happening just don't do anything yet i i just tell people just wait and start a new army yeah but you know a lot of people have old shit that they just want to convert up at this point well some people, some people like it's like when they, um, it's like they had their, they had to put their fantasy army into storage because it was like it was like when basically when the communists took over China and they were destroying all of like the Ming vases during mm-hmm. the Cultural Revolution and people were hiding their shit in their houses and then they had to wait for it so that they could bring it out again after all that shit went through. That's kind of what it was like. It was it was like we're converting to Age of Sigmar. Bring out your uh your old world army and they're like no we we don't have any we threw it out. A while ago, I burned like, mine on YouTube because I was mad. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. We know you have it. We know you have it in there. We need to get out here and smash it with a hammer. Nope, 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 nope. Got rid of it. Sold it. It's not. Uh, it's not here anymore. You know, um, my before before the before one of those videos got taken down, uh, my comment was one of the top thumbed up comments for that uh, that burning vampire counts army. Was and it vampire uh, counts. I thought it was dark elf. There was a vampire counts army. Well, uh, th- there was probably more than one because I mean I'm sure like you know there were a couple of people who were like, Ugh. but the burning the vampire counts army. I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, I think so. Oh, someone I was like someone dumb enough to set fire to that. Mu- uh, I'm trying to paraphrase because my own words, but it was someone dumb enough to set fire to that much money. Is obviously the same type of degenerate who have a, who would have a completely unpainted vampire counts army this late in the game. <laughs> and like my, I, I had i had a million people. well yeah i mean because it was like it was a, it was like an vampire concert i mean none of it was painted it was like so yeah it was uh it was funny i, I, got, I got like a bajillion thumbs ups a baj- you, what'd you buy with all those thumbs up i converted it so i converted them to i converted them to reddit karma ah uh, as we all know reddit karma is worthless i know i was i was banking on it becoming worth something and turn yeah. off yeah my thumbs up, my my valuable thumbs ups were traded for worthless karma. Is cryptocurrency worth anything again, or is it still worth? Oh yeah, no, it's popping back up, baby. It's back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, there you go. 
you can get your your black market heroin money so fucking finally jeez finally um so yeah the old world i'm my prediction is next summer is old world release um i'm i'm stoked i'm i really can't wait i i, I want to play some fantasy yeah it's gonna be fun yeah and, and not that age of sigmar crap i uh, want to play square-based armies where i could we have to play for eight hours in order to get through two turns <laughs> i was actually just uh I, bu- I i built a gaming table you saw that i did i did see it yeah and i was uh laying out some six edition armies just to kind of see how it looked on the table and play around and i was like this game can't last this long and i was actually running through some of the scenarios by myself mm-hmm. i was like oh this game is way quick when you're not just sitting there like with your thumb up your ass oh fantasy yeah yeah Fantasy, fantasy was plenty fast as long as like both players knew what they were doing. It was, it was a pretty yeah, fast. Exactly. Game. That's what it came down to. Um, the only times it would get the only times it would be really slow is if you if you happen to have like a mechanically difficult force like the dwarves. And by mechanically difficult, I mean like the dwarves are just the grinder. Like going to six turns with the dwarves is almost a guarantee. Like you're gonna go to six turns, it's probably gonna be a draw. <laughs> the dwarves aren't gonna kill that much of your stuff. You're not gonna kill any dwarves. It'll be a miserable time. <laughs> a miserable time for all. Yeah. No, the dwarf player will enjoy it because that's every dwarf game. That's <laughs> every dwarf game. Ah, this is what I want. <laughs> that's right. If you played dwarves, if you played dwarves for more than one tournament, you knew exactly what you were doing. <laughs> Um, uh, so if you didn't, look, I always told people when that, when, whenever, whenever they were like, I don't want to lose. I'm like, play dwarves. <laughs> like if you'll, you will, it is, it is very unlikely you'll lose when you're playing dwarves. Now caveat being, it's also pretty much unlikely that you'll win, but very unlikely you'll lose. Yeah. I was playing, I put together that army list for six edition just to kind of see it. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this army is boring as fuck for dwarves. Yeah. 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 They, they, they were, they were a snore fest. All right, and uh, you wanted to talk about uh, CCGs being the new board games on oh, Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so, okay, so you know, you know, ever you know when Kickstarter was when Kickstarter was coming up, um, uh, so on and so forth. You know, everything was board games. Yeah, just just tons and tons of board games. And there's still board games now, obviously on Kickstarter. You know, there's a there's a grip of them. Uh, but man, the the fucking thing now is to do your TCG on Kickstarter. PCG like, standing for trading card game. Oh, I thought I thought it was the card game. No, 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 no. Trading card game. So like I it's fucking it's so wild to me that um you would ki- like someone would kickstart a, a a trading card game. That is really why would you why do you think that's weird or odd? But uh, because it's it's okay. It's random. So you're you're buying packs is what you're buying. Right. You're buying packs of a game that doesn't exist, but it's a trading card game. So like the the trading card games don't have. Um... So uh, it's, this is a old school pack game as opposed to I'm buying a box with all the cards game. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's, quite, okay. it's quite literally like buying magic booster boxes for a game that doesn't exist yet. I know, but you get the you what you get with those as opposed to like um a card game that you get in all the boxes you get that nice endorphin rush when you open up packs you get the pack feel <laughs> oh i mean i know why these games are coming out and being successful and being backed i know why it's cuz everyone is hunt everyone's hunting for the new uh the new ebay 
the new eBay flip hotness. Like, like this, this game is going to be the one where I, I get, I have the box that gets flipped for $6,000 on eBay because that happened to a couple different card games over uh, 2020. Really? Yeah. So like, so they're like, Oh, this will be the next one. So I, so that's why it's happening. I'm just surprised that it's just, there's, it's, there's so many TCGs on Kickstarter right now. Like the, and a bunch of the recent, a bunch of the recent ones that came out to like the general, like distribution, general sale market were from Kickstarters, which is crazy. Uh, it, it's just, it's just, it's just wild to me that there's like so many people willing to, cause, cause normally, so normally, you know, you're, when you like, when I think Kickstarter, I think like, I want to pay X dollars and get an expected product. You know, like, so I, I want to pay, you know, $35 and I want to get this um, uh, board game, right? I, I know it's going to, it's going to be that board game. I, I can, I can, uh, you know, my, the value of my $35 is towards what I'm seeing. You know, it's like what, what I'm paying is I'm paying for what I can see with a card game. Like in theory, you could order, you know, six boxes and get none of the quote unquote valuable cards from this set. Yeah. 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 I, I I never really understood card game dynamics. I was the type of kid that would just bought them and open them and put them in card sleeves, and it was like I have a card game. Yeah, well, I mean, we play we like I played a shit ton of Magic when I you know when it was new and came out, like just an absolute fuck ton. And like I I loved I loved trading card games, but like I don't know, it's just it's just a weird, it's just a, it just feels off to me. It's just it's so strange. It's like you know, like why are you? Uh, I don't know. I, but what is what is strange? I mean, I guess there's probably plenty of reasons, but there's like, hang on, there's like. One, two, hang on, I'm just looking right now. There's one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, there are eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay, there's, I, I, I can't keep going. There, there's like, there's more than 25 TCG projects right now. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, yeah yeah that's 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 so that's so wild to me uh I mean, and then is, also the it is pretty levels. wild uh, that, yeah, that that it, number yeah that's there's a crazy amount of tcg kickstarters which is i don't know it's it's there just seems to i don't know it's just it's just a weird trend like and it just makes less sense to me than the board game boom of the original kickstarter thing because like you know it's like yeah okay there's a shit ton of board games like that makes sense and board games are also like you're gonna ostensibly buy it once and like yeah it's you're done <laughs> yeah and i think it, judging by what i've seen lately at used bookstores the amount of kickstarters that are getting turned in is pretty has been pretty high yeah i can see that i've recently just saw that uh a full collection of hate remember hate oh wow yeah damn that's that what a throwback yeah i was but i'm that's my thing too. It's like though I just don't have a room for Kickstarters and, and for kick all these kick board game Kickstarters. There's some that I like that I I really I I've seen, but lately with board games, I've been kind of wanting to do a little bit more streamlined. I don't like it with all of the components and all that bullshit. I, I got the War of the Ring, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, you like that's what I'm seeing. But that's what I'm seeing with Kickstarters. Like in order to get your Kickstarter funded, you got to have like a ton of shit with your game, and I don't want a ton of shit anymore. I want it more stripped down and simple. Yeah, that, that that was one of the. It, it, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because that's the exact reason why I'm actually like kind of looking at that Metal Gear Solid board game. Oh, <laughs> uh, and spe well, specifically because you know, I you know, when I see a board game, I'm like, ugh, there's gonna be fucking like 800 bajillion fucking figures in there. Like, I don't want to fuck with that. But Metal Gear Solid, there's only like 20. There's only like 20 pieces. 
So that that I was kind of like, mm, all right. I mean, and one of those is a giant Metal Gear, which is very cool. Is a giant Metal Gear. Yeah. So like, so that that made me like, oh, mm, well, maybe that's that might be something I'd willing be willing to pick up because it's only you know twenty figures. Because I was you know when when I heard there was a Bloodborne one, I was like, oh, that might be cool. And then I I just looked at how many little guys were in the Bloodborne board game boxes, and I was just like, eh, you know. Maybe I won't be. <laughs> I won't be buying the Bloodborne board game. There you go. And uh, you, you know, it's 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 weird. And then you have the fun things, which are the clones of the successful games that are on Kickstarter, mm-hmm, which are like, mm-hmm. like no, this is like that one you were showing me, the clone. Yeah, of, uh, the one hundred uh, one to one clone of Kingdom Death. Kingdom Death. That's right. Yeah, that's... it looks. It, you could have if you if you took the name of this game off the box and put Kingdom Death on there, I'd have been like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a new Kingdom Death. Yeah. And it, it's I was looking at the rules of the rule book for it. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm not going to buy this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the little it's not bad for the uh, Metal Gear Solid. There's there's a lot of shit in there, but there's only like 20 figures, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the stuff seems to be like tracking because there's like the the game seems to be about like managing this like little card. 32. Like, little, figures. like Yeah. Like a little data card. Yeah. And uh the the most of the components seem to be for tracking stuff on said data card. And you just want to be able to to do it and get it so you can say snake. 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 Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh yeah, I I've I really the only things I do with Kickstarter now are um are 3D printing stuff, so mm. it's so I don't I don't really pay too much attention to board games anymore. Since yeah. I moved, I do, and I figured out I don't have that much room for board games anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been. Uh, what have I? What was my most recent one? I mean, I got burned on that Studio X thing. Uh, Call of Cthulhu Classic. That was the most recent one I bought. Oh I yeah, back. well that that's yeah that's different though. Mm-hmm. It, that's a one. That's what Kickstarter should be for. Call of Cthulhu Classic and just you know, Call of Cthulhu Classic. Something I unusual. I mean, it's from an established company that doesn't really need to use Kickstarter, but it's something fun that they were like, you know, we could release this. But if we do it through Kickstarter, we're going to get more people on top of it. And it's, you know, this nice thing. So mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I, I think. And, and then, man, what a what a what a baller fucking box set. Yeah. I know. I know we talked about it already, but man, I was just looking at the, I was just looking at it the other day. Oh, man, what a it's like talk about it like a generous production, really. Like the the price, like I mean, it was one hundred dollars and I can't believe it was only one hundred dollars. Uh, there's just so much shit in there. I, if you can get it, if you can get that box, I don't, I don't know if that box set is available. Like, I think it is. I think you can buy it. Okay, yeah. I mean, really, like, if you're even remotely interested in Call of Cthulhu, you, you should buy that box set. Like, you absolutely should. Like that, that should be part of your collection as fast as, as fast as you can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mad that I just didn't, I didn't get horror on the Orient Express when they were putting it out. Yeah, same. Missed that. I mean, I mean, whatever. It was. It was actually early, I think, in um, in Kickstarter's life. I, I want to say, was, I think it was. It was. It said, okay, here it is, 2017. So yeah, that's pretty early in the whole Kickstarter thing. Not too mm-hmm. early, no. And uh, yeah, we we I missed that, and I'm I'm very sad that I missed that. It was expensive though. I think it was like 200 bucks, maybe. It was pricey. Oh no, actually, it wasn't that bad. It was 90 bucks. Oh well, the, the damn! I know <laughs> salt in the wound. We're salt in the wound, man. Salt in the wound. <laughs> oh, they had all this fun stuff. You could have got an Orient Express coffee mug, Steve. Man, 
Yeah. And a cool. luggage tag. Ooh, a luggage tag. Mm-hmm. And a t-shirt that says, I play RPGs. <laughs> Does it really just say I play RPGs? No, but I bet it... you if you had, if, uh, we oh. should create that. That would be. We should. We should. We should. We should absolutely just make a shirt that just says I play RPGs in Comic Sans. In Comic Sans. Oh no, <laughs> we failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of ST uh, of uh, Kickstarters, um, I was something I did want to talk about, and I I missed this in the last few podcasts. It was something that's been bugging me for a while. Not bugging me, but it's just something that I find interesting is there are more and more legitimate miniatures companies turning their files into digital files and turning their, their figures into digital files um, and offering them digitally as opposed to physical copies like we're used to. Now, you in the past, it's always been you had the, the companies, the old school companies always just put out their physical figures and the newer companies have been doing digital so that you could just print your own. And now some of these older companies are actually switching to digital. And I think the one that really kind of shocked me was that Mantic is doing it now. Yeah, um, Mantic's, Mantic's surprising. The other one that I thought was crazy surprising was Mierce. Yeah. Well, Mantic is doing their own version of a Kickstarter. It's not, I don't think it's an actual, they're not doing it through, not Kickstarter, um, uh, Patreon. But they're not actually mm. doing it through Patreon, I believe. They're doing it through their own thing and their own website. Mm. They're calling it Mantic Vault. Um, and what they do, what they put up there was a bunch of their ships from their boat game, Armada. And I'm I, like, oh, yeah. these are these are really cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, I love their, I love, like, so, like I said, I mean, everyone has their opinions on Mantic when they first came out. And I'll agree, some of their sculpts were pretty sus when they were, when they were new. But, like, the current Mantic stuff is really good. Like, they're... Their 40k Skaven is are awesome. Their their fantasy Skaven are also awesome. Like their fantasy Skaven are really good. Um, if if I do if I end up just throwing it out there, if I end up doing a uh, Warhammer fantasy uh, old world Skaven army, I will probably be using the Mantic Skaven because I really like them. I would be using the the actual GW Skaven, but that's only because I have boxes of GW. I was like, because you already have it. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the the Skaven were always the one that people were really eager to dump. And mm. so I was always just like, yeah, I'll pick it up for 20 bucks. No problem. And I get like a, a, literally a, a box full of Skaven. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, and I see that the, those dwarf, those dwarf ships are fucking badass too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all really pretty stuff. I was just, I'm just shocked that they were, that, that this is what they, they've moved to. I, I, um, I don't, I, I don't think so. So here's, here's my, my opinion on, on this. And this is what, and this is what I think is, this is why I think this is very smart and not, too surprising to me is 3d printing is like i 3d printing is is big like but well maybe i don't know big is the right word 3d printing is like the trend we'll say that the trend is going to 3d printing so but there's still an absolute shit ton of people who are buying minis like a fuck ton i mean uh warhammer still sells fucking gangbusters like it sells like you know people people complain about the price or whatever but like warhammer stuff is like always in demand so you know it's 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 a a huge market even with 3d printing being where it is but as mantic and any other company you can still sell your models and then also double dip and sell the 3d files because someone who's buying your figures is not going to not buy your figure to because they have the 3d version the idea like i think the idea is like mentally what i'm thinking is like i have five guys who play my game two of them are 3d printers three of them buy the figures the 3d printer guys aren't giving me any money period 
the three guys buying are buying my buying my figures and giving me money. If I release the 3D files, the three guys buying will not change their habits. I'm not going to lose any money from releasing those files because those three guys are going to keep buying because they're already buying my figures. They aren't 3D printer guys yet, or maybe never will be. Now the two 3D printer guys, they go, oh, I'm playing this game with my friends who buy the figures. I'll, I'll buy these. I will pay, pay for these 3D files. So now I've turned two zero zero dollar uh players into two customers yeah well i mean i think what's interesting to me right this is like a, a business model i was thinking of is i don't have a ton of shelf space correct in my gaming store i have mm. to have my shelf space for games workshop i have to have my shelf space for magic right pokemon a ton of card games um i have to have board game space so i don't have a ton of rule, room for like all of those null zerm blisters yeah right? there's so many of those yeah so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna buy two to three 3d printers right they're about 300 bucks each so i'm gonna spend a thousand dollars i'm gonna get three of them what i'm gonna offer my customers i'm gonna buy into let's say three or four patreons and i'm gonna buy their um their printer level like their distributor level that they have which is kind of funny if you ask me, but that's a different mm -hmm. story altogether. Um, and once I have that, then I'm going to offer these minis to my customers and I'm going to give them a print on demand sort of thing. It's like, hey, do you have any models for kobolds? Yeah, I do. I have them right here. You open up the page, you show them there. It's like, you want these? They'll be ready in four hours. Yeah. And then the person well, will pay you for them and then you print them out and then they're ready to go. Dude, right? if I if I owned a game store, I would have invested into like 30 3D printers by now. And I would be selling like in my display case, there would be just a bunch of 3D printed models for sale that I printed myself that I'm selling. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the fun. That's the funny part to me, because there's there's like, well, you have to buy a license to print them. It's like, do I? Do, do I really? Yeah. Do I really? Yeah. It's like no. Yes, you you have to. That though. That's one of the things that makes me laugh. Is like on a I I three D print Titans right mm -hmm. for for forty k, and I'm on a couple groups that are like three D printer three uh, D Titan printer groups. <laughs> They're like, and a person would would occasionally be there like, hey, I have this available. I can print this for X amount of money, and the people will be like, do you have a license to print this? And they're like, no, I don't have a license to print this. A uh, file that was ripped off of Games Workshop, <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> or Star Wars figures. It's like, no, I don't have a license to print these figures that were obviously uh, ripped off of another IP, and the person isn't paying <laughs> anything to print to sculpt these IPs. Yes. Oh, you know, I saw some Shitterpoint minis. Uh, I I was I didn't know that they were actually um, plastic. Yeah. Well, I was gonna go over that in a little bit. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I wanted to go, over, but I wanted to. I just wanted to finish it up because we'll we'll finish up on this topic and then move on mm. to the the Star Wars stuff. Um, the uh, Mirce has done it as well, and Mirce, as we all know, has some really high quality figures that are very beautiful sculpts, but they're expensive and they always have been expensive. Yeah, outrageously expensive. They do wonderful looking Beastmen figures, alternative Beastmen. Um, they're Skaven. They have some like w really cool Skaven character models. Mm -hmm. But now they've moved to an actual Patreon model and are selling stuff, and their stuff is just as high quality. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really good. And and uh, pennies on the dollar for the uh, the actual cost. Of the yes, absolutely. Yeah, especially compared to their their standing price. Yeah, which don't get me wrong. 
their figures are always gorgeous and have always come out like with incredibly high production value. Oh yeah, their 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 sculpts are fucking top notch. I think I I'd be I I definitely put them in like contention for top one sculpts. Really, yeah, they're they're that. I I think I truly think they are that good. Yeah, and then they also uh have War Games Atlantic has moved to digital. Um, and as you don't know, War Games Atlantic is kind of like a cheapo. Yeah, that that's a that 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 one is the is the one that where where my idea was like exactly like where where I thought of the idea because like they were already cheap and I'm like why would a company that already had like was selling inexpensive figures and I was like oh wait because they're trying to turn people who don't buy anything from them into someone who's buying their 3D files. Yeah, and it's not like there's any. Um... That's what I'm looking for. There's no like rhyme or reason to their Kickstarter to their Patreon either. It's like they'll be like. All right, here's a bunch of uh, old school fantasy cultists, and then we're gonna give you um, some seven, seven years war, you know, Prussian. <laughs> it's it's probably it's probably just um, my guess is it's probably chronological on whatever people are working on. Uh, yeah, I guess like yeah, in their um, their thing or whatever they're working on, it's it's weird. Like they're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna give you some conversion parts for your Anglo-Saxons. We're gonna give you some pirates and some Ottoman noble admirals. <laughs> it's literally what's coming out. What came out in May? I was looking. Oh, and some World War One sea dogs theme set. Our sea dogs. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like what? What? But it's it, it, they're very nice and they they work very well. You get a yeah. Russell Crowe, a little Russell Crowe figure from Master and Commander. Oh, finally, I can have my own Russell Crowe in my pocket. Yeah, and, and I'm all for it. I I like it. I like it a lot. But th- that's like the type of thing that a game store would really benefit from, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, no, you I want agree. some pirate figures? Here you go. Boom! I could get you these for. It'll take four hours and it'll cost you ten dollars for th- this whole tray. Yeah, I would do that too. I mean, that, that's it. Like that would be that would be my thing. If I was doing a game store, I would have just a, a case of figures that I've already printed that are ready to go, and then the same thing. You know, the back room is full of 3D printers, and you can be like, "Yeah, you want what do you want? Oh, you want a, a cobalt? Cool. Yeah, I've got these cobalts here." Yeah, I mean, for me personally, how I would do it because I'm not a greedy person, but that's also the reason why I'm not in business for myself. Is I usually <laughs> I would charge the because when you you create a 3D print. Um, it tells you how much resin, how much money in resin it will cost. Mm-hmm. So I would take that cost plus a flat um, tray cost that would cost for like per hour mm-hmm. that of print. So if you want something that's going to cost like it's going to take like eight hours to print, it's going to cost more than something that's going to take four hours to print because it's more print time that you can't print something else. Right. So, I don't... That, that's how I would do it. So like a tray full and you could fit it on a, a nice size printer like. 20 figures you so could also like a flat fee for that you could also use the fact that hero forge lets you do your let let will we'll sell you the stl of your mini yeah so because they will sell you the stl of the mini you could easily be like yeah print your print your D character here exactly all right let's pause here and then we'll come back all right yeah and i think that's like what you said with the hero forge or whatever yeah, that's like a, that's like a fantastic deal idea. And I haven't seen a single game store do anything remotely like that. Nope. And I think it's because most game stores don't really focus on the D&D. We have there is one game store in our area um, that does focus on D&D quite a bit. And they would be the perfect people to do it. But they're more focused on building escape rooms at this point, which are probably make makes more money. So, uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the uh, getting back to your your shitter point, yeah, the the figures are terrible. Are they? Yeah. Oh, they're awful. 
<laughs> I, I can't believe how bad those figures are and look. Really? I didn't think they looked that bad. Oh, my God. The heads are so tiny. Yeah, because they're true scale. Yeah, but that's the reason why things aren't true scale. It's because if things are true scale, they don't look good. <laughs> no, people like that stuff. People, that's why, the, I mean, hell, the entire Infinity brand sells on that. I don't know. I, yeah. think, they, I think the figures look fine. I mean, and, and I'm a Star Wars hater, but uh, I, I think the figures look fine. Oh, see, I disagree completely. And I also think that there's only like six people playing Affinity right now. Um, <laughs> and they're all dying slowly of emphysema. Affinity? Yeah, of Infinity. Oh, infinity. Yeah. I I I I heard affinity and I was like, what? <laughs> it's just my accent. It's the accent. Yeah. The uh, the uh the the shitter point came out. It's um I think it's this weekend, I think is the release date. The, uh, the Yeah, no, it's out now. You can buy it now. No, my, my big thing my big thing was that I was um uh I was I was pleased to see that they're plastic because I thought they were those um rustic. Uh, no, the the worse than worse than Restic, that like rubbery PVC, the real bendy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that re- that's, that's like re- the resin plastic, right? I, I think I thought it was just I thought it was just a PVC. I thought it was like a, 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 a flat because because Restic's hard. That like rubbery shit is not it, it, the, the stretchy stuff is just not I, I don't know, whatever. If whatever it is, it fucking sucks and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so, yeah, so there, there's that. Um, so I was, I was pleased to see that they, they are actual, uh, on sprues. Um, yeah. So, so they're on good. sprues. They're like, what, what, what's the size on them? Are they like 36 millimeter or something uh, like that? 40, 42. They're twos. Yeah. They're big. Yeah. The, so the, the game, if you actually look at the ratings for it that have been coming out recently, not doing so well, it's only like at like a 7.0, um, which is not terrible. But I think a lot of that is your your favorite. I only play Star Wars games. I only play players. Star Wars games. Yeah, it's Star Wars, so it has to be good. Oh, speaking of Hero Forge, I'm absolutely um, I'm outraged that you cannot opt to get genitalia on your figure. That's ridiculous. You know what? I'm with you on that one. Like you know well, what? I can't. I want I want my centaur to have a giant horse cock. Like what the hell? Well, will the centaur have a horse cock or a human cock? Like, or will it have both? Like a centaur cock in the back and a human cock in the front. So here, so here's 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 I've got a I've got a thing. So I think if they if they have a human dong, it's like in the it's on the front half. So like it's like it's like it would be like if you like it's it's where like a wiener would not be on a horse but would be on a human. So I think that's what they look like uh. if, they have, if they've got the human dong. And and I think and 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 my hot take is that some centaurs have the horse dong, where the where a horse is. And then the other ones have a human dong where the human dong is. See, and, and that's that determines on you know, you know who you who, who you hook up with, and that that continues like you know. See, so if you use your human dong to bang a human and you're a centaur, then the baby's just a regular person. Hmm. See what I'm saying? It's, yes. Um, I, I like this tangent, but I'm <laughs> going to move on to Star Wars. <laughs> centaur dicks. Centaur dicks. It's always relevant. Um, but yeah, most of the ratings are are complaining about. Uh, pricing because the price of the game is outrageous it's very expensive um sure. i think like your expansion packs i which one was i i had the tab open just to talk about it um the hello there squad pack hello which there. is this game is very memeified this game probably obviously went on prequel memes uh, everything after prequel memes you know what and looking looking at the recent hero clicks figures uh everything is memeified now joe memes yes everything is memes now um Yes, they're all corporate memes. 
<laughs> well, they weren't, and now they are. Now they are. So the Hello There Squad Pack, which is four figures, is retailing for 50 bucks on Amazon. Uh, that's a little high, if you ask me. It's pricey. The Shatterpoint Core Set is $164.99. Not terrible, but that's also pretty high for just coming with, I think, like... 17 figures. Yeah, it's, it's pricey. Or 20 figures, let's just say, because some of the multi-figures on one base. That game should probably be 125. I'm just pointing that out there. Uh, But, you know, it's Star Wars. So you got to deal with the Star Wars license. It's true. There's going to be extra extra price because of that. Yeah, and they, they have a... You could buy the terrain set, which is called the High Ground Terrain Set. Um, Once again, memified. Yes. So I... If you want to play it, I it looks interesting. Um, the game mechanics are similar to uh, Arena Rex in some ways. Very it's similar. It's supposed to be squad based game. There's some back and forth on whether it it has a good squad feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I when I was watching it being played, I was like, whatever. I just don't like the dice. Is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. I, again, it looks fine, but also, yeah. I mean, I hate I hate specials. I've been I've been trying. I've been uh, not. I'm not a big fan of the old special dice. Uh, but I I uh, in games where you roll, I don't know how many dice you're gonna roll on average in uh, Cheddar Point, but uh, like it's not many. Hammer. It's it's a very small amount of dice. Okay, that that's good because because what I've been I've been doing lately is I've been using a dice roller for Age of Sigmar and man. Woo, it's great. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not with you on that. I, I can't do a dice roller. I gotta have a dice feel to it. Oh no, man. If I if it if I'm rolling a fucking bucket of dice, I the dice roller, it's it I have a feeling that over enough time if I get everyone playing with me uh to use the just use dice rollers, I think we would be uh saving like an hour or more of games of just rolling dice. I see I but that's the thing, is like what I love about it. I love dice feel. I like that there's a dice god. And if you use that dice roller, you're not getting blessed by the dice god. No, I'm getting blessed by the tech spirit. The tech spirit, yeah. And I don't think that they care as much. Probably not. I'm, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that that you're, you're probably upsetting the dice god more than anything. Well, the dice god's always, always shit on my chest for my entire life. So you know, <laughs> fuck them. Please, your dice rolls are far better than mine. Oh, dude, my, I, I'm the, I'm the sole person who rolled, uh. 14 ones on a uh, great and clean one at Adepticon. Okay. That's to true. Save. You did do that. <laughs> uh, it was, that was bad. It, my, uh, I always say my, my, my luck for shit that matters is the worst when it doesn't matter. I have insane luck. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, let's, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about yet another uh, Warhammer YouTuber coming out as kind of a shit Lord. <laughs> Being exposed, not a, not a shit lord. He's not a shit lord. He's a um, what? what uh, he's a pedo. But is there a proper internet term for that? Or is it just pedo? Uh, it is pedo. That's it. Yeah. The um, what, what's his face? Um, Stringstorm. I don't follow. So one thing that our listeners just have to understand is, I'm an elder millennial. I was born in 1981. I don't watch YouTube people. I don't care about YouTube people. Most people I see on YouTube. I think are, are, are terrible. So like when someone says like this YouTube person turns out to be horrible, I'm like, a, I'm not surprised. And B, I have no idea who this person is. Yeah. I only, I only know VTubers. 
Yes, you know your VTubers, and I won't I won't make fun of VTubers because I don't think enough people watch VTubers as opposed to YouTubers for it to make a difference. I think it's a uh, – a, the audience like, disparity is pretty massive. Yes, exactly. I mean, YouTubers, like these, some of these YouTubers have billions of followers, and <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but we were we were talking off on the cast, and you you think that it's an absolute power equals absolute corruption. Any power, it's it's. I think it's any power and having a community of like you know, because then you have power disparity. Because yeah. as soon as you get power disparity, you get like because that's the thing too is uh, is you know none of these YouTubers, well not none, but most of these big YouTubers are early 20s guys. Or so early what? I'm sorry. Early 20s. The guys okay. in their early 20s. So they're guys in their early 20s who suddenly have a fucking fandom and they're, you know, they're not, they're not emotionally developed. And suddenly there's girls who are like interested in talking to them. And there's a power dynamic at play where that, that girl wants them to like them because that girl is their fan. So then immediately you've got this guy who's like, who's going to take that situation and exploit it because it's like, oh, I can, I can get laid because, because this girl is my fan. You know, I, I get that. I, I think there's an aspect to my theory that works for that. Here's, here's what my, I, my feeling is, is that all celebrities are like that period. Yeah. It's every, any anyone. level of celebrity is like that. The difference is, is that, in old Hollywood, which I grew up with, you grew up with most mostly. You're only mm-hmm. a few years younger than I am. Yeah, only a couple. So yeah, w- which existed up until about the time of um, the internet, is that everybody had an agent and a manager who would take care of a lot of this shit, so that we never heard about it. Yep, and and also would prevent them from doing things like going on uh, Twitter and like using racial slurs. Yeah, or you know, going onto My Little Pony. Um, forums and seducing a 14 year old yes also that yeah um so <laughs> this guy string storm is his name right um he he makes uh music for um i i guess just uh 40k stuff mm-hmm. yeah i'd never heard of him i never heard of him either and i was just like when it came out i was like they were like another fucking person and usually what we're used to dealing with is People coming out as like right wing assholes. Right? Yeah, like like they're they're like it's like oh yeah, it turns out that guy's like house is covered in swastikas. Whoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but this guy like he was even worse. He like seduced a fourteen year old out of My Little Pony fan board or whatever it was. Yeah, and it was he, this pretty cringe. <laughs> what, what would happen in old Hollywood is there would be people that would a cover it up, b you know mitigate the damage and c you know, get these people out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. None of that, or none of that works anymore, right? Yes. Well, also, I mean, it might work, but they just, these people don't have agents. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's not there's people who don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. one of the things is like we like a lot of the people we liked in old Hollywood were probably awful, awful shit lords. Oh, I don't even think there's a probably. I guarantee it. Yeah, but they're everyone just covered it up. And the here's the difference, Steve. Here's the difference is that I grew up. Real and not realizing my here uh, that the people I liked were shitlords, and so I didn't want to emulate them in a way that makes me a shitlord. So, like some person who's like, I really like Stringstorm, he did this, and he's not receiving any res- uh, you know any issues from it. So it's okay to seduce fourteen year old. Uh, ah, yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because because like, because like, like if Patrick Stewart came out to be like a gigantic shitlord when I was growing up, 
there was no such thing as Patrick Stewart. There was just Captain Picard. Yeah. So I could emulate Captain Picard. I could yeah. not emulate Patrick Stewart. I don't know what Patrick Stewart doing. I only know what Pat, I only know what Captain Picard was doing. Yeah. It's and 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 if Captain if Patrick Stewart was that big of a shitlord, he would have been written off the show and replaced. Yes. Yeah. There would there would be no issue with that. Like he would he would just be gone because Hollywood yeah. wouldn't deal with it. Right. And so that's why you have people like that. And so when you have YouTube, there's no one holding these people accountable for anything. And that's why you have people like Arch who are still making videos and people are still watching them because they just don't care. Right. Well, like, it, there's it, no it, reputation it, or no brand. Right. There, there's no there's no responsibility. And there's also no responsibility for the platform. That's the whole that that's the whole that's one of the big I mean, I'm I'm certain that's one of the big got to be one of the big things with Internet law and stuff right now is uh, what is it? Um, what the what what the fuck's the broadcasting standards company in America or faction in America? The, the you know, like standards and pra- no, not standards and practices. No, um, like, like the FCC. FCC. Yes. Yeah, yes. So there's no FCC for the Internet. Yeah. For you for YouTube. So there's no one to hold anyone accountable other than, you know, the platform removing the content. So like if I have a if I have a small channel that I've been uploading for, you know, I don't know, years, just like gore, violence, racist stuff, just like just the, the worst shit, like no, no one is going to stop that. No one's going to stop that from appearing in the first place. Yeah. And the that- only way the only way it gets taken off is if the platform provider goes, oh, we're going to we're not going to host this content. Yeah, and that's very rare that that happens. Right, you have to be like you 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 have to be excessively reported to get anything. And then of course, because there's so much information out there, it's an immediately exploitable system. So the vast majority of people you can you can get like with a brigade, you can get a completely benign channel uh flagged and banned and stuff because you just have so many people reporting the channel as not good. So the bot just automatically turns the channel off. It's like, oh, this is, there's so many people reporting this. It's clearly true. I'll disable the channel for now. And then, you know, you have legit channels just getting attacked people. And then, and then you have these like horrible channels that are getting reported, but not in the mass volume that the, you know, campaigned ones are being reported. So then they don't get taken off. It's, it's crazy. And there's also like, there is, there really is no, as, as someone who, as someone who followed a lot of uh, various, you know, people getting demonetized, so on and so forth, like back, uh, you know, uh, on Twitter and stuff, like there's no, like on Twitch and one and so forth, there's no actual rules. Like they say there are rules, but they don't apply them like evenly. And this was, this was really bad with Twitch. Uh, Twitch, Twitch got so bad. What, what was happening is there were people sending huge, like, uh, armies of bots to twitch chats just spamming like the worst shit and yeah, twitch was shutting the channels down <laughs> well, well, and that goes to like what well, i think uh, was a raza was talking about uh, advertising with us and stuff like that it's like i don't really do advertising too much because for for multiple reasons one i always forget to do the advertisements <laughs> <laughs> yes um which is the biggest part of it. I, I never want to accept someone's money and then forget to do what I took the money for. Mm-hmm. And like, it's part of the reason why I've never really monetized the podcast is because I don't want to be beholden to anything. <laughs> I like swearing and being a, a jerk and, and not caring about things. And yeah. And having absolutely like ridiculous opinions that we don't ever need to back up because our word is law. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, 
it's that that meme with the with the wrestling with the chairs. Like, look, I understand we're trying to come to a middle ground here, but that's not what I want. I want you to pick yeah. up a chair and go ham. Yeah, pick up a chair and hit someone. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what this podcast is about. It's about yeah. our insane out of left field uh, <laughs> theories and uh, opinions. Yes. <laughs> like like there is there is no middle ground with us. It's like shitter point could be a good game but you know what we've already made up our minds that it's terrible and it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, I've, I, I, it's a star wars game i'm not gonna touch it yeah i'm not gonna touch it with a 10-foot pole um so, actually say it's a it's a it's a licensed miniatures game i'm not gonna touch it yeah and, and that's exactly it. so it's like raza we're free we'll talk about your game we'll talk about your minis and we'll we'll give you the free advertisement on our, our platforms but it's like well we usually don't do too much in terms of advertising yeah, you can go to www.paymastergames.com forward slash T dash shirts and you can get some cool Paymaster Games t-shirts with art that they can't use for their game, <laughs> uh, but they can use for t-shirts. There's some there's some good stuff. There's a, there's some kitty D&D characters. So like uh, uh, there's a monk and um, there's <laughs> there's a rogue, which is very cute. And then also a big fan of the slime with uh, the bomb. This is I'm unstable. It looks like a it's a classic like D and uh, uh, DQ slime. Very cool. Uh, big fan. But there you go. So so there's there's the free advertisement. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of shirts on there. They're they're cute. They're yeah. cute. They're 20, 20 bucks. You know, normal, normal shirt price. They are very Steve shirts. Yeah, yeah I, w- I will admit I, I I've seen I've when I I haven't seen you in like four years, but the. <laughs> <laughs> uh see you in person in four years but the um yeah these these are the type of shirts that steve would generally wear um so uh on that actually because we have uh you know some just some comments from our from our listeners and our free our free content board um you know they did want to talk about uh want us to talk about shin shinen shinentai shinentai is that something from animes is that an anime steve is that from Japanimation? Shinentai. Uh, I mean, it it could be. Uh, so it's not it's not it's not anything I it's not anything I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um. Wanted us to. They did. So Games Workshop did create a, a legends list. Legends list is basically when they're saying we're not going to be supporting any of these um models in our new game in our new edition. So a lot of people are very upset about it. Uh. The legions and legends on the Warhammer. They it's mostly a Forge World stuff, and yeah, I, I, I for for like when I when I first thought, I thought they were doing what they did with uh, Age of Sigmar, where they um uh actually like vaulted minis rules. Yeah, like, but it's it's all heresy stuff. So yeah, it's, it's oh, all you, you can't it's use heresy all... stuff in New Tenth Edition. Who cares? Yeah, it's it, and it's like. Well, you can't use these for competitive games, like in tournaments, but you could use them in your friendlies. And this is kind of the way I look at it. It's that Games Workshop has to cut out a lot of shit out of their rule books because they have so much shit. Part of the problem with 7th seventh edition 40K was there was so much shit in 7th edition Space Marines that you can't make the game work. Right. You know, some of the stuff is just going to be terrible. And you're going to have people who are going to be pissed about that. It's better to just take them out of the game than to try and come up with making them an interesting competitive unit. Right. The fact that they're still including firstborn space marines in, in 40K is, to me is insane. <laughs> like, you need to just move on to Primaris at this point. Yes. Heresy. 
heresy. And Horus Heresy is a fantastic game. And if you want to use your Horus Heresy models, just play Horus Heresy because the game is really good. There you go. You could play you could play Horus Heresy with those it's models. It's not really good. It's just good and fun. It's a classic GW game. Yeah, I mean, no GW game is good. <laughs> uh, no, I would say no GW is really good. You have to. I, I, I would say some are good, for sure. Yes, it's true. I, I, I will stick by and say that probably the best GW game that they have out right now is Warcry. Um, Warcry is War. Actually, you know what I'd say about Warcry is actually really good. Yeah, War, Warcry, Warcry is probably is the most fun yeah. game that Games Workshop has out, and I'm I'm mad at myself for not playing it more. I'm, just, a, I'm still a huge fan of AOS. I think AOS is still great. Yeah, I mean, but, but Warcry, it's like I'm only putting together 10 models, Steve. Yeah, well, then, you know, that's, that's why I'm like, I'm really like, I, I'm so eyeballing Path to Glory for Age of Sigmar. I'm like, I kind of just want to play a, play a shit ton of Path to Glory for this yeah, game. Yeah, but you got to find someone to play Path to Glory with. Right, yeah, I'm thinking maybe Giuseppe and Kevin. Yeah, I mean, they play, yeah. You guys can come over and play on my new table. But I, I have a table. I know, but my table's better. My table's better because it's at my house. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what it what it is on on that. It's the legacy stuff is not. I I really don't see it as being an issue. They just don't want to unbalance what they have for forty k by adding in a bunch of stuff that Forge will just slap dashes together. <laughs> right. I mean, and and if and if if people are mad they can't use it in tenth edition because they were busted units or whatever in forty k. Well, okay, too bad your units got banned because of competitiveness. <laughs> Um, and Shinintai also asks about uh, recommendations for snow effects to go in bases. Um, lots of different options available. And I will answer this one in that it really all depends on the effect that you want to get with snow. Do you want like deep, deep snow, like 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 crystallized, like deep snow that looks like the person's in the, in, you know, the wilds of Canada type of snow or the you know, or what's what's a movie that would have deep snow like that? Like planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. There you go. I was going to say the later seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. My my tip for doing that is you take the snow and you put it in a small cup, right? And then you add white glue to it. And then you get it to a point where it's not too snow heavy. It's like got to be a perfect medium between the two. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just glop it onto the base in like a big um, like blobs, so to speak. And you kind of layer it. You'd only need to do like one or two layers for it to work that way. But you got to get it to that perfect mix of where it's like, like not too liquidy and not too solid. It's got to be kind of like a weird plasma sort of thing. <laughs> and that's that'll give you some nice deep crystallized snow. I've got a, I did a couple models like that. Um, there are other techniques I would really look at. And we were talking about that on the on the forum. I think someone else was talking about uh, pin washes. Mm -hmm. being yeah, the same yeah. thing i don't remember what board that was on i don't remember one of the boards one, one of the, the boards channels. and someone was talking about uh like a dad walking into a hobby shop and being like what's all this <laughs> have warhammer models but this is so cool there's weathering powders and pin washes <laughs> if you really want to know how to paint stuff that looks cool and like real worldy you got to look at how people do historical models that's what it comes down to. Mm. And it's also really funny because these people do these wonderful historical models of these tanks with all this grime and rust on it. And then you realize that in World War II, tanks never lasted long enough to get rusty or grime. <laughs> they get blown up immediately. It's true. Uh, 
I, I for for brands, I actually would recommend the Army Painter Battlefield Snow. I would not. Um, the Army Painter Battlefield no, Snow is quite good. I don't recommend Army Painter as a unless they start supporting us through advertising. Then I'll probably support them. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Army Painter Battlefield Snow. That one's good. Uh, uh, in all honesty, though, you, you, the, if you want the actual like, if you want some really interesting and good results for snow, you should kind of use a combination of a because diff different companies have different types of snow yeah. so like the army painter battlefield snow is um a bit bigger and less uh powdery so like it's it's got like a really like a really frosted effect for the snow but then if you combined it with um i think woodland scenics i think that woodland scenics has a really powdery snow blend if you were to yes, combine it, it with that's the one i generally will use yeah woodland scenics one's really good too as well but it's because it's a very powdery snow blend so if you if you combine the two you get an incredibly good realistic looking snow that just looks very it looks very natural it's a, i really like the combination so that would be my suggestion to you is i would combine army painter and woodland scenics snow to get yourself a very uh realistic looking snow pile no i i agree with that there's lots of cool techniques and that's actually something that i would recommend youtube for is that some of these uh modelers have done some really nice stuff with snow but once again you have to look at what are you using it for because if you're using the snow techniques for certain like gaming models don't because it will not stay it's yeah. going to get rubbed off and everything else and knocked off and all that fun stuff a lot of times these techniques are designed around creating something and putting it on a shelf and never touching it again yeah for display only yeah the uh and that's what the, it was moosterakish uh long time listener uh talking about i was listening to a podcast by some casual middle-aged gamer dads and one of them was went to a hobby shop and it was like scale modelers and he was like they don't have any war game minis but they have so many paints and weathering effects and it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh that's what i say it's, and he was like where do you think oil painting pin washes and wearing pigments came from and yeah. all three of those that he mentioned are horrendous techniques to use in miniatures. Yes, yes, but they they get discovered because they look cool, and they're like, "I'm going to use these on my miniatures." And it's someone who just paints models, so they do it, and they put their model on the shelf, and like, "Oh, it looks great." And then someone who plays with their model tries it, and they're like, "Ah, what's happening? My fingers are rubbed." All the you know, oil painting, like there's ways of making it permanent on your model. Like you, there's a lot of different uh, um, what are the what's the word I'm looking for? Not finishers, but like. Uh, overcoats, you know, like urethanes and everything else that you could spray on your models. Like, yeah, over overcoats, overcoats. Yeah, like weather weathering powder. I use a lot, but you have to spray your model with isopropyl alcohol after it's on, so that the stuff hardens on there and will yes. come off. And even if you do that, it will still come off eventually. Yes. <laughs> um, and I like pin washes. The the way that people have done pin washes in the past is generally with oil effects. Yeah. So it's like. You could do it now with contrasts and it looked just as good. Um, which and then I it's not, th then I wouldn't even call it a pin wash because you could touch it. <laughs> yes. And people who use oil based paints for miniatures should be kicked out of the hobby. They should be drummed out like, like, <laughs> like fucking uh, the, the uh, Starship Troopers when they kick out Johnny Rico, <laughs> that guy in the live fire. That's what it That's should right. be. <laughs> like, we should take these people who use oil based paints on their minis. <laughs> Have them kneel with their hands tied to posts, flog them, then make them walk they, out of the hobby. They they have to take the lashes and then the banishment. Yes, that's the way it goes. Rico's roughnecks. Yeah. Oh man, that movie's so good. It is really good. I love Starship Troopers. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven's a fucking genius. Um, yeah, he is. He was he was 
unfairly maligned for some of his movies. Um, I think he was he was very much ahead of his time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even uh, striptease is uh is ahead of its time. So <laughs> I love not, that movie. It's so I, bad. I, I've never seen striptease. You've never seen striptease? No. Not even as a curious teen. No, because I was I was I was already watching hardcore pornography by that point. It's true, but uh, I I watched it. It's not, it's it's silly. It's definitely silly movie, and I think it's uh it it was very very unfairly maligned. I think it's a fun campy movie yeah well you know sometimes you catch critics on an off day and they all hate your movie yeah that's true too i think it's i think people fly too close to the sun and people want to take them down you know i'm i'm gonna agree with you on that what was i just i was thinking about someone the other day who was um like really on the top of their game and then everyone just shit oh janet jackson like janet jackson top of her game has that issue with the super bowl and then everyone hated janet jackson forever and it's like, that was so unfair. And I think it was just because Janet Jackson was so popular that people just wanted to take her down a peg. Yeah, no, that, that I, I agree with you. Yeah. But aside from that, uh, let's see, is was there anything else? Because I know I was I was looking at, at mostly that on the pin vices and stuff like, oh, it was it was about the snow. That was the last thing. Yeah, 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 the snow. yeah. Watch some videos online. There's some really cool stuff like you could take. um, What's it called? Uh, Ard coat. I don't know if GW still makes Ard coat. <laughs> they but... they do, but they don't call it Ard coat. They call it something no. else. No, they, they do. They call it like uh, Grizznobs jizz. <laughs> Grizznobs take jizz. some Grizznobs jizz and you do like yes. little puddles inside the snow, and it makes it look like the snow is melting. Really cool technique. Yeah, good stuff. And I would rather watch that than watch, um, you know, some guy explaining 40k lore and then at the end saying, "Oh, and as always, hail Hitler." <laughs> You know, like that sort of shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So um, he's in my room. <laughs> <laughs> my dog was in my room. Sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're running out of time. So you could go to Do we, you have anything I want to talk you want to talk about before we. Uh, we no, I think it? we're good. OK, so go to the Game Classy Facebook page is the best way to find the link to our Game Classy Discord where we actually have some good discussions i think i've never been more engaged with our listeners and i like it more because i get to chime in and say like the one-liners that you usually will do which is more you know like where it says yeah that game is poo (laughs) i I just leave it at that i i i feel like on discord i'm the epitome of the guy who walks in states my opinion offers no other explanation and then walks out and then leaves like i don't but I, it comes down to the chair theory it's like no i'm just throwing my chair at you and you're just gonna have to deal with it we're getting chaired <laughs> um you yeah it's, it's the discord um also you can help us support the podcast by like comment and subscribing on the itunes or like comment and subscribing on the youtubes oh yeah and also uh 2 p.m central on saturdays uh there there is an open invitation to anyone who wants to join an immortal empires warhammer total war 3 campaign if their computer can handle it. Yes, if your computer can handle it. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> uh what are you what are you playing as currently? Uh I I'm going to be doing uh, I think it's I think we're gonna be starting a campaign today and I'm gonna be Tomb Kings and and uh Damas is gonna be Bretonians. Bretonians and Tomb Kings. Yes. The classic combo. Yes, we're classically comboning. Well, there's a there's a there's actually a Bretonian uh, knights errant leader, uh, John de 
John de Rapunz. I don't know. There's a lady. There's a lady knight errant. Uh, Rapunz de Lioness? Rapunz de Lioness. Yes, Rapunz de Lioness. And I'm she ashamed starts... you didn't ask me. I know my Bretonian I, lore. I, could, I couldn't fucking remember her name. Uh, uh, Rapunz de Lioness, she starts right by Cetra. So uh, you just start with them allied, and then we can start taking over all of uh, Kemri. Oh, that's fun. All right. Uh, so... Uh, like comes to the iTunes, like comes to If you want to follow me, you could follow me on the um, Instagram. I just I just broke a thousand followers, which makes me feel happy. Oh, yes. Um, you could see my 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 new gaming table. I just posted it on there. Oh, and I'm working on a War Lord Titan in resin. So that's gonna be I'm gonna be posting all of my works in progress on that soon. So nice. uh, aside from that, Steve. Until next time. Uh, uh, whatever happened to Saturday night? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. Game classy. <laughs> <laughs>